Ahoy! Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome aboard. How are you, Nick? Great. Yeah, me too. Excited? Yes. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> We're like five days late for Halloween now. But... I know. Plus, we blew our Halloween load on the wave this we week. Did. We did. By talking about Halloween activities. <laughs> Before we started recording the wave this week, we are like, we'll have a shorter wave this week. And then it went for like nearly an hour again. I know. Because we just talked about Halloween for ages <laughs> at the beginning. So maybe, maybe let's not do that this time. But as always with Halloween specials on Bottom of the Stream, we try and pick something very, as far from Halloween as we can. Because... We do loads of horror movies yeah. all throughout the year because there's loads of horror movies on Netflix <laughs> and, and we also specifically watch, at the bottom of the we stream. We also, away from the show, watch quite a lot of, well, I do watch quite a lot of horror movies anyway. So Halloween is a time for fun, music and animation. Of course it is. And that's what we've gone with this week. We have. So Because this week we watched a film called Arlo the Alligator Boy. Um, it's from this year. It's from 2021. It came out in March, I think, or okay. May. Is the answer to that <laughs> good? I didn't ask a question, but that's fine. Okay, uh, it's a PG and it runs for exactly one and a half hours and is currently rated at 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. That's quite high. high, highly rated. It's also spawned a spin off show called I Heart Arlo. Yes, I've not seen any of that, I okay. don't know what it's about. That came out in August. <laughs> I do know a little about it. Okay, we'll get to it at the end. Let's get to it at the end. I don't want to spoil the movie. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, stars a guy called Michael J. Woodward as Arlo. Um, do you know anything about him? I do not. He was a finalist in American Idol in 2018. Excellent. Um, came fifth. Got a good set of pipes. That's got a good set of pipes. Um, this is pretty much the first thing he's done since then. He never released an album oh. after American uh, American Idol. Became Arlo. And is now making a living off being Arlo, I guess. Good for him. Um, also stars a lady called Mary Lambert. She plays Bertie. Yes. Um, she was rejected for American Idol. I can, I can see... <laughs> A pattern forming. Yes, you can. There's a quite a few cameos in this as well, but I would say that Jonathan Van Ness plays Felicia. Yeah, isn't a cameo? No, I think it's I more think than a he's cameo. one of the main characters in yeah. the film. Uh, Felicia's just a ball of pink fur. Yes, and is beautifully played by Jonathan Van Ness. <laughs> and is like a hair. It's a hair stylist ball. type. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is exactly what he does in uh, Queer Eye. Yes, and then Tony Hale plays Teeny Tiny Tony. Yeah, which. Might be the best character name we've ever had on the show. What, what is he? Is he a rat? I think he's got he, a yeah, tail. Yeah, sort of rat mouse. He's like an Italian, Italian <laughs> pizza rat. owner who's a rat, but he also has a moustache. There's a strange world in Arlo the Alligator Boy. Sure. Because Arlo is a humanised alligator, half boy, half alligator. But there aren't any other human... There's not many other animal-human hybrids in this film. There's a few. You meet a couple... <laughs> But they just seem to be accepted in the world. Yeah. The humans just are like, well, oh, there's an alligator baby boy. Yeah, but we'll get to that because one of the themes of this movie is acceptance and it's okay to be different, you know, all forms of, it doesn't matter what you look like, what your beliefs are, what your sexuality is. is, There is a lot of, I would say this is quite a pro-positive message in this film about minorities, whether it be... You know, sexuality, race, religion. Yeah. That's what this is going for. Yeah. That is the under underlying um, thing of this movie. Absolutely. I, 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 I may sound like I'm going deep on a kid's movie already. <laughs> no, I think you're right. definitely there by design. It's one of those kid movies as well that's got the stuff there for the kids, but there's also an adult yeah. audience sure. targeted at as well. Do you know who Tony Hale is? Yeah, I do. Yeah, he's been in loads of stuff. <laughs> Most famously, probably played Forky in Toy Story 4, didn't he? He was, uh, he was the voice of Forky. 
But he's in loads. He's in Arrested it's, Development. He's Arrested Development Veep, for me. Yeah. yeah. American Ultra. He's in loads and loads of stuff. Um, he plays Teeny Tiny Tony, and I love that name so much. <laughs> and I love that character. I think it's one of the best characters we've ever come across. Written and directed by a couple, well, not a couple, but a couple of people called Ryan Kriego and Steve Nicholson. Okay. Ryan Kriego cut his teeth as a story artist on all of the Shrek spin-offs, but none of the Shrek films. Uh, okay. So things like Puss in Boots, um, the Shrek Christmas, the Shrek musical. Right. He was the story artist on all of those films, and that's where he cut his teeth. And Steve Nicholson was the lead story artist on the Cat in the Hat TV series. All right, okay. So that's where their animation background is from. Do you have one word review of Arlo the Alligator Boy? Alligator. (laughs) Alligator. Yeah. Good, that is one word. Made up word, but it's one word. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Where's this film start, Nick? Well, I thought it was space at first. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because it looked like space. Okay. But it wasn't. It was New York. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But it was like, the, yeah. what it was, was the reflection of the sky in the water. Yes. And then we kind of panned round and we're in New York. Yes, we And are. then I've just put, New York dash jazz, exclamation mark. <laughs> there's, uh, there's an early song about New York, isn't yeah. there? Um, and basically, there's a baby in a basket yes moses basket moses basket in the sewers in new york correct and it floats away and it floats out into the ocean it it gets fed by a seagull yeah early on seagull regurgitates into the basket and it basically this goes past a party boat yeah it goes past a man on this on the beach who chases it for a little while it's a montage of this baby in this basket getting to where it needs to be and it ends up in some sewers or sw- no, no, it ends up in a swamp. We're in the bayou. In the bayou. So he's travelled quite a long way yeah. from New York to the bayou via the ocean. That's a long way. <laughs> Just ended up, yeah, ended up. We're in sort of New Orleans. Yeah, that sort of. But we're in the swamps. Yes, we are. And it gets picked up by an, an elderly lady, and we hit the title card. Um, and during the title card, many years pass. Yes. Because this little baby, who is Arlo, obviously grows up and becomes an alligator boy. I believe he's around 15. Yes, I think that's the age they were going for. We we will soon find out he's exactly 15 years and 42 days old. <laughs> well, no, actually, that's not true. He's going to be a bit more. It's 15 years and 42 days that he spends at this swamp. Yes. I thought he was saying Aunt May to start with, <laughs> but it's the character's called Edme. Yeah. And she's played by Annie Potts. Yeah. Who is also a big name <laughs> to be in a film like this. And she basically raises him. She, she does. She raises him. She lives on her own in a cabin. In the middle of the bayou. Yeah. Literally nobody anywhere near. We find out why quite soon, yeah. which I was one of my favourite lines in the film. Arlo then sings a song. It's a song about his friends and his friendships that he's made or not made in this bayou over the years. Because he's not kind of settled in. He's kind of out of place. He's friend. He's really friendly. He's really enthusiastic. Yeah, he's a lovely but, guy. But in, in where he is... He's an outcast. Yeah, but he's... he's the So like you say, he's part human, part animal... He's just surrounded by like frogs. And yeah, animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're not interested in it. No, he's got a, a friend frog. Yeah, called was it called Geronimo or something? Yeah, which was quite funny. Um, but he wants the song's called "More, More, More," and he's he's talking about how he wants to get out. He wants to see what else is out in the world. We've yeah. been here before. And yeah, yeah. I thought it was a really good song. Yeah, it's a great song. Might have been the best song in it. Yeah, probably. Which is a bit of a shame because <laughs> it comes really early on. Yeah. This film's not going to be remembered for its songs. No, that would be my criticism. Yeah. Was that 
I didn't come away with thinking, oh, these none of these songs are really memorable. Could it get away with not being a musical? Probably. But it does a lot of its storytelling it does. through through the music. It does uh, And I thought we'll get to it later on, but the one where they're 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 on the beach and they uh, Bertie and Arlo make friends, I thought that was a really good use to tell that story in yep, a short amount of fair. time. But I didn't really like get down with the song. Yeah, that's fair enough. During this song, he sees a paddle boat. Yes. I think that's what they're called. Yep. One of these like paddle steamer, paddle steamers, and he gets spotted by a young child. Yeah, and but then he hides. He hides in the canopy, which was really funny because it was just a curtain. Yes, and I really like that. I did as well. <laughs> so he goes back into the swamp, into the the thicket. Yeah, but it's just a curtain. Yeah, with so he just, uh, paints of yeah. the like the mangroves in front of it. It was it was, it was it was made me laugh as well. Um, he realizes on his way home that he was supposed to get dinner. Yeah, but he didn't get dinner because he was too busy singing this song. So he just grabs a load of snails and stuff yeah. and shit and stuff and horrible stuff and takes that back to Edme. Um, She's on him straight away. She knows he didn't hunt properly. Yeah. Because she makes him like taste the snail because she, she says, have you checked if it's uh, ripe or not? <laughs> and then you get this kind of almost like, it's almost a bit like Ren and Stimpy, isn't it? Yeah. And SpongeBob used it a bit as well where you get the close up of like the tongue, the tongue doing the, something yeah. disgusting t- tasting this snack. it has a nice animation style this film does, does but yeah. it, ha- it has taken a lot from that sort of yeah. 90s nickelodeon style i think she figures that she knows straight away that he's not <laughs> not done Pop- what, he's not hunting properly yeah he's, he's just not grabbed some stuff um and he he opens up to her at this point and he says look I, I love it here i love the swamp but it doesn't it's never really felt like home it's not where some, i belong there's something more something for me. Yeah. missing in his life so she says right i've got you a gift I have a gift for you. Now he won't open this gift because it isn't his birthday. Sure. So she makes he makes her pretend that it's his birthday, and I really like that as well. I thought that was really funny. She made she quickly made him a cake and got some streamers and stuff, and then he opened this gift. There's um, a lot of SpongeBob to Arlo yeah, actually, isn't there? Is. there? In that when you sort think of about wide-eyed it. naivete. Yeah. But happy to go and not on the adventure and you, you you can see a lot of the similarities yeah you can now you've said that you're right there is a very spongebobby vibe to him yeah yeah i think you're right um, she sings a song at him at this point and he opens his gift and it's his baby tag from when he was a baby yeah so she he finds out his full name for the first time in his life his name is arlo beauregard lovely lovely name um he finds out that he was born in a hospital in new york called bellevue hospital and the tag also has his dad's name listed. Did he have his dad's name? or yeah. Dad, yeah. Yeah, father. Yes. So that's changed his life because he didn't know any of this. Yeah. He now knows where he needs to be in life. He needs to go and find his dad. And that's what the story of this film is. Yeah. Ansel is his father. Yes. Ansel Beauregard. Um, he tells Geronimo, his frog friend. And he sings a bit of a slower song at this point about wanting to go but not wanting to go at the same time. Yeah, this is Beyond These Walls. Okay. Have you got the name of all the songs? That's impressive. Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I didn't. I just wrote down what they were about. Really. May not have caught all of them. But. Um, but it's about, should I go? Should I stay? What am I waiting for if I do stay? Yeah. That's, uh, but it's Would I regret it if I didn't go? Yeah. And so he eventually makes the decision to go and he goes out to tell, I've written to tell his aunt. Because I thought <laughs> she was called Aunt May, but she's called Ed May. And it, it's just, his accent was confusing me. Um he goes out to tell Edme that he's going to leave, and she says, "Yeah, it's you're right. You should. It's time." She's, you yeah, she says, "Look, I've I've known this was always coming." Yeah, it's, she yes. has no problem with him going off on his own no. at fifteen to New York. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's right. Yeah, you're right. It's the the time for you to go. You've got to go. Um, and this was, I think, this is my favorite line from the film uh-huh. because he says, "You should come with me," and she says, 
I can't because I've got a whole slew of warrants against me and I can't go back to prison. <laughs> and I'm like, that's such a a line for the adults yeah. that the kids would completely miss. I really enjoyed it. So, um, and he, t- he accepts it straight away. He's like, oh yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and he just goes. So he leaves and he leaves her there. And <laughs> he, he goes over the um, lake or whatever it is and he's, he sees this young couple in a car. Yeah, this so he's, he's really at the funny. next town over, yeah, the, basically. he's gone to the town. Yeah. And he goes to say hello to this young couple because he's naive and he's never met yeah. people before. It's, it's that SpongeBob thing again. It's like, yeah. hello. Hi, I'm Arlo. I'm a half boy, nice. half alligator. Yeah. He's never met. He says later on, this is the first people he's ever mm. met. He's never met people before. And he scares the living shit out of them, as it <laughs> would. And they they give him their car. <laughs> they they run off you, down They the think hill. they're being robbed or yeah. assaulted. So By an alligator. Uh, yeah, and the guy says, I'd take the car. I don't care. Just yeah. So they run off and leave him the car. And obviously he has no idea what to do with a car. And this was also quite a funny. Yeah, the land boat. The land boat, as he calls it, yeah. Um, and he presses all the buttons to try and figure out what to, to make go, it land go. Boat. Yeah, he's pressing all the buttons trying to make it go. And eventually he puts it into neutral, Yeah, which does make it go. It's on a hill. It's on a hill. It makes him go backwards at speed. Um, and he feels like he's driving it. He feels like he's got... He's, yeah, he's, he's happy. There's obviously chaos in his in his trail. <laughs> yeah, so he's going. He's reversing down the hill. He goes. In, he ends up in this town on two wheels, going around a roundabout, yeah. and he eventually gets thrown off this car and ends up in a sweet shop. Well, he, yeah, he goes through a window and he ends up sliding along the counter of a sweet shop slash ice cream factory. Yeah, and ends up with everyone who's sitting at the bar. So all their ice creams end up in his mouth. Yeah, uh, he's never tasted sweet stuff. sugar sugar before. <laughs> He's eating snails. Yeah. Um, so he has a bit of a sugar rush. He does. Which is really funny. It's just him running through ice cream fields and stuff. It really made me laugh. Um, and then we meet our bad guys of this film, I guess, for the first time. Yeah, just as Arlo crashes. Yeah. So he crashes and he's he's passed out, passed in, out and... near a mailbox, isn't he? Yeah. Isn't it? So it cuts away from him for a little bit and we meet... I didn't catch their names. Did you catch their names? So you've got Ruff. Yeah. And Stucky. Rough and Stucky. Stucky's the female. Yeah. Uh, and Rough was the redneck guy. So basically they run like boat trip adventures in the yeah. bayou to meet alligators. An to alligator see alligators. experience. Yes. They they run this adventure. Yeah. But there's no alligators left in the bayou. So it's kind of failing. They've got a cuddly one. Yeah. And they, and they show like it. a sinking hoverboat. Is it yeah. called a hoverboat? What are those things yeah. called? They're in they're General called, Ben. I think they're called hoverboats. <laughs> Have a big fan on the back. Yeah, yeah. I think they're. Cool. I don't know. Swamp boats, <laughs> and they get a call from somebody in the town that says you need to come to town. There's a half boy, half alligator here yeah. who do your business wonders. They now then spend the rest of the film chasing it. Yes, <laughs> it's so a chase movie. It's a chase movie. Um, so they head into town, chase him through the town a little bit, and then lose him in a bottom of the stream staple because they lose him in a train yard. Oh, they sure do. <laughs> it's the first so thing even I thought as well. even in animated films. We can't get away from these bottom of the stream tropes that keep appearing. And then I've written here, a giant lady saves him. I've just put Arlo's rescued by a giantess <laughs> who is a vegan. <laughs> a vegan giant lady. Yeah. This is Bertie. Bertie becomes Arlo's best friend at this point. She's got super strength. Yeah, she's... She picks up like a train car. She picks up a train car and throws it at these people. They manage to escape. Yeah. They escape by sitting... She's a giant. She's massive. Yeah. She's as big as the train. And they manage to escape by sitting on top of the train and escaping wherever they were. And this is the start of the journey of this film now. And the villains yeah. follow in their truck. Dilapidated old truck. Yeah. yeah. And they have a bit of a bonding session on the train, don't they? And hmm. Arlo describes her as his best friend because she's the only person he's ever really met. 
Yeah, she and she says, and this might be my favorite line in the film. She says to him, "Well, I'm, if I'm your best friend, how many people have you ever met?" And he yeah. says, 10, eight of them today." Today, yeah. I like. Um, and he says to her, "Look, I'm going to New York. Come to New York with me. Let's just go on an adventure." She's not sure. She's but not sure. She's, yeah, eventually she she doesn't stay in one place very often yeah. because she doesn't get accepted in the world because yeah. she's a giant. But before she makes the decision, the baddies turn back up again, and they manage to stop the train. Yes, they um they just park in front of it and the train stops. Um, they have a beast that's oh, described yeah, as the beast. It's just a massive dog, yeah. and it does appear quite a lot in this. The film, beast has been kept in this, like you say, in this alligator experience, yeah. caged up, and it's just their hench dog, dog, <laughs> dog creature thing. Um, but uh, long story short, again, Arlo and Bertie do manage to escape for a second time, and. They stumble on an illegal fight club. Yeah, like a redneck <laughs> fight club. Yeah, which was I was not like expecting. Spit I was and sawdust. It was. It was very much like that one uh, from a few weeks ago. In um, that triple threat. No, no. Um, I was thinking of <laughs> triple threat. Yeah, yeah triple that, threat. it was triple threat. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, there was just this underground fight club going on, and they managed to stumble across it. And there's a a fight going on. Yeah, and it's a man, a red, a, a local big redneck. redneck man in dungarees fighting a. Pink furball. Yeah. In like knee socks. Yeah. It's just a pink pink ball of fur. With eyes. With really long legs and arms. Yeah. It's like a Mr. Man almost. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the fight's really good, but it ends up with this furball winning, which starts a riot. And everything starts kicking off, doesn't it? And yeah, because uh, a guy called Teeny Tiny Tony, who is this like rat <laughs> guy. Never not laugh at that. <laughs> he's like taking bets, isn't he? Yeah. So he's... he's um. They're running a scam, basically, yeah, basically, aren't they? And the, he's taking all the money, and Felicia, as we find out yeah. she's called, wins the fight. Felicia. Felicia, because of the fur. Yeah, that's right. Um, but in the chaos of what's going on, this riot that started, Teeny Tiny Tony loses the bag of money. He does. And who should end up with the bag of money? Arlo yeah. gets this big bag of money. They all escape, and they all get back to the bus that they were in, their, their mini bus thing, yeah. except for Arlo isn't there. No, he's so kind even, of got stranded in the middle of the fight pit. <laughs> even Bertie's out. She's she's managed to escape, but they've all left Arlo behind. Bertie goes back in. She basically beats everybody up and saves Arlo. And we've got a team now. Yeah. So we also they, meet Aaliyah. Yeah. Who is a tiger? Yeah, she's a she's the humanoid tiger. She's the wheel man or wheel yeah, tiger. She's the driver. Uh, Felicia, teeny tiny Tony, and Bertie and Arlo. That's yep. your team now. You've got five of them. They bond again. Arlo's a really nice guy. He's happy to be just chatting with anybody. Yeah. They all make friends, uh, and he's like, "Let's all go to New York. We've yeah. got a car. We've got well, it's a minibus, isn't it? We get on this minibus." Teeny tiny Tony's happy to help because Arlo's got the money. He's However. got. He's <laughs> yes. Also, he can see dollar signs with Bertie. Bertie, because she's a he wants to, he wants to go to another town and repeat the Fight Club scandal yeah. with her. Unfortunately, Arlo's so naive that he gave the money back to the people in yeah. the Fight Club. Which Teeny Tony Tony was not very happy, but I'm never going to call him Tony, by the way. <laughs> it's always going to be Teeny Tony Tony. So, but, so Tony says, Teeny Tony Tony says, we will all go to New York, but we've got a friend yeah. who is locked up. You need to help us with something. And you need to help us get him out because you're an alligator. Yeah. Um, he says, I've got a friend. He's, he's, in the, he's in an aquarium. Yeah. And we need to bust him out. Yeah. I really liked this joke. Go on. Because, well... It's all set up like we're going to get this big heist <laughs> and we're going to go and rescue this guy. Yeah. And then it all happens off screen. It does. <laughs> and I find it really funny. It was really funny. So 
basically going to take Arlo to this aquarium so we can bust this guy out of this aquarium yeah. and he can join the team. We cut away from that. And while we were away from that, that's what happened. Um, and we cut back to the bad guys and they've turned up at this white club now. So they're like a little bit behind. They're interrogating the And they've got uh, one, of the, one of the locals tied up. And then I think they kill him. <laughs> Because the beast drags the him beast off. drags him off, kicking and screaming, and he's kind of dra- dragging his fingernails across the floor as he goes. And we never see this dude again. It's a bit, it's a bit dark. That yeah, it's a bit. <laughs> I feel like they killed that dude. Then we cut to the aquarium. Yeah. Arlo goes inside. The fun bus parks up outside. Yeah, Arlo goes inside. There's some k- kerfuffle goes on, and, and comes then they comes back, his... comes back out with Marcelo. Marcellus. Marcellus, sorry. Who's a fish. He's a merman. He's a merman. <laughs> but he's reverse. Yeah, so he's got legs, human legs and arms. Yeah. But he's a fish. Yeah. He's got a fish body and a fish head. I loved this character. Marcellus was the best character. So he's got... Apart these, from Teeny Tiny Tony. He's got these horrible, hairy man legs. Yeah. He's wearing Speedos. <laughs> and then his top half's a fish. A fish. Oh, so, and he's really, really, like, gruff and rude yeah. and... He's just, he is brilliant. It's really funny. If, if anything, he was underused. Um, and so he joins the team. So we've got a team of... He hates kids. He, d- he hates kids Which because he the, lives in an aquarium. Yeah, this is the running joke. So Because yeah. kids just would stare at him and tap on the glass. Yeah. And... and he tells this story by the campfire that night, doesn't he? Because he's they, they tell it like it's a scary story of yeah. these kids attacking the glass. And then they all get some sleep. They all go to sleep by this campfire. Um, Arlo wakes up in the middle of the night. Notice that Bertie isn't there. Bertie's a big dude. A big girl. And he notices straight away that she's not there. And he finds her sitting by the ocean. Yeah, she's being sad looking out. They're, they're not far out from the... It's like not far away yeah. from where they were. But she's just being sad sitting out looking to sea. And she says she can't sleep because she says, I, I don't stay in one space, one spot ever. Yeah. I constantly just move around in the world. And so she says, I'll get you to your dad. I'll get you to New York and to your dad. But then, I'm, hitting the then I'm going to hit the road and I'll move on. And she sings a song this point, at this point about the ocean basically it is but it's also about it's about being uncomfortable in your body it's yeah. about you know how lonely she is and she's been picked upon and and again yeah being lonely out and the vastness of the ocean i thought this this song had real greatest showman vibes yes you know like there was a it really felt like a proper ballad greatest showman style ballad because that's what that it was film's very all about musical well, theater wasn't yeah, it, it was. yeah and that's what that film's all about being comfortable in your own skin and sure and this, I liked the storytelling they did with the animation. I wasn't, like I say, I wasn't particularly set on the the song itself. No, not at all. Um, but, but gradually through the song, everyone from the group joins in, don't they? And they yeah. kind of, it's used as a bonding montage. Yeah, they, they all become best they, friends. They're becoming a family, aren't they? Yeah, they, they are, yeah. Um, Arlo finds a seashell oyster. Yeah. And he gives it to Bertie as a friendship token. He says this is a best friend this rock. This is a best friend rock. No, it's not a rock. So Bertie opens it up and there's a pearl inside it, yeah. which he throws away yeah. and he splits it in half. And he's like, two best friend rocks. And he, they both take one each. And then, not messing about at all in this film. We're in New York. We're in New York. We arrive in New York the next day. They park the bus. Aaliyah parks the bus. The bus instantly gets towed because yeah. they're in New York. Then there's a whole I'm walking here montage. So the <laughs> only line everyone says in New York is yeah. just, I'm walking here. Any human in New York, that's all they ever say. And it's brilliant it's funny it is so funny so that's all we can hear is they're walking through the streets it's just oh, walking it, walking it, walking it. <laughs> and every time they walk past somebody and it's 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 really it's probably offensive to new yorkers <laughs> but it's really funny <laughs> uh, the bus gets towed 
um, teeny tiny Tony swims in a pizza. Yeah, they all kind of separate. And yeah, they go, go and off and do own their own ways. touristy bit, don't they? So like Marcellus goes and hides in the fountain in Central Park and <laughs> yeah. jumps out at kids. kids and scares kids. Teeny tiny Tony <laughs> goes to a pizzeria. This is the image of like this this speedo clad thing just like <laughs> jumping out of that I've presenting to... itself in front of children <laughs> i've been to that fountain in new york there's always loads of kids around it. <laughs> yeah tony goes to a pizza felicia goes to get her hair done yeah um i've written it's just a mischief montage they're all getting into trouble sure. just all around new york it's funny and then we the montage ends with us seeing the two bad guys also arriving in new york yeah they're just um on the bridge aren't they coming into yeah. the city yeah and then they all meet back up in Times Square, so they all get back together. And then another bottom of the stream, tr- bottom of the stream trope arrives in the form of a news report. Well, just before that, they're sort of they're in Times Square, and, and the group are having a conversation. What? No one told us that New York was big. Yeah. How the hell are we going to find your dad? Yeah. There's loads of people. I think Teeny <laughs> Tiny Tony says there's, there's thousands of people here. What are we going to do? Yeah. And then the news report starts because bottom Very of the stream convenient. film wouldn't be the bottom of the stream film without a news report. And it's a news reporter interviewing a businessman, philanthropist, I guess. Architect, yeah. And then his name appears on the screen. Sure. And his name is... Ansel Beauregard. Beauregard. So this is Arlo's dad. Straight away, we found him. Yeah. I love films like this. And he's putting in his money, he's investing money in New York, in all the boroughs in New York and taking rundown areas and doing them up. He's doing some good old gentrification. He is. And he's, tra- he's currently, I was about to announce is the fact that he's going to transform a town that's called Seaside by the Seashore, yeah. which is a great name for a town. Um, and it's the town that he grew up in. Sure. So he is tonight hosting the Met Gala, which is an actual thing. Yeah. And he's going to reveal his plans at the Met Gala of how he's going to rejuvenate the town of Seaside by the Seashore. Yeah. They now know exactly okay, where, where he's going to be, be that evening. All they need to do is find his address. So teeny tiny Tony says, I've got some contacts in New York. Yeah. Give me five minutes. He goes off to a phone box, comes back with the address. Which is ridiculous. Of course it is. Because, yeah, but no, I mean, but five minutes ago he said, I don't know how we're going to find this guy. They already knew his name. So true. Nothing's changed. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, you're looking into it too. <laughs> that is true. He gets it straight away and they go... <laughs> this is quite funny as well because they're like right it's it's way uptown and then the su- subway station's got uptown and then way way uptown yeah <laughs> if that's where it goes to so they head uptown or way way uptown and they get to this house where this met gala is being held and they, they don't go they don't get to the met gala first they go straight to his skyscraper i'm sorry yeah they do go to his house sorry it's a golden skyscraper guy. yeah where he lives and there's kind of a goodbye scene here because arlo's like they're all like well, we're not coming in with you we've achieved what we came yeah. here to achieve go in there meet your dad and enjoy your new life and they say um he says oh well, aren't you gonna wait for me and they say no look arlo you've improved all our lives yeah Every, he's gonna love you yeah because you're a good person and we'll yeah we'll see you later yeah so they leave and he goes in and it doesn't quite work out like that no, of course it doesn't <laughs> because ansel straight ansel pretty much dismisses him straight away he's like he, do, he won't answer the question, will he? No. To be honest. No. And then he, he sings a song about... It's basically about being rich and having no commitments in life. It's about building a better life for yourself yeah. by mixing with important people and get a new suit, get some yeah. posh clothes, 
be someone else. It's the anti-message of this movie. Yeah. Don't be yourself. Yeah. Be fake. Yeah. And, and that all comes about towards the end. But the song ends with Ansel putting Arlo back in the lift and yeah. the door shutting and him just wandering off. Yeah. So when Arlo gets back outside, obviously everybody's gone. He's now on his own in New York. And there's a bit in of a... a suit. In a posh suit. <laughs> I'm going to come to that in a minute. Okay. Something weird happened here for me. Um, there's a sad montage. And during this sad montage, he strips this suit off. Yeah. Which leaves him naked. Yeah. Now, he's been naked all the way through this film. But it just felt odd that he was now naked <laughs> after he'd been wearing a suit. And it was like... I, find, I don't know why I find that weird. It was that for me, because I've written something similar... I'll just put that he strips to be a naked alligator boy. Yeah. But it's the fact that he was doing it as he was just like walking, walking down, down the, street. the street. But he was naked the whole film before this. He had something on. At the st- I don't think yeah, he did. He wasn't naked in the bayou. Was he not? No. So why is so he's just happy with being naked now? Yeah. Okay. It was just, it threw me a little bit. I was like, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. It seems a bit weird that he's just stripped off in public. But he does. Um, yeah, he goes. Um, he goes for a swim. Yeah, he winds his way back to winds, Central Park. Yeah, he goes to Central Park, goes for a swim, and he ends up in the sewers where it, where this all began. He doesn't really go for a swim. He, does, he just floats, doesn't he? Yeah, and he gets carried. Carried to the sewers. And he sings a song. Um, it's about washing the hurt away from him. Yeah. And he wakes up on a beach. He does. And coincidentally... <laughs> about 10 metres away. <laughs> are the other people that he's been with the whole time. Um, they don't spot him straight away, though, because Bertie finds his friendship rock his little seashell and that's what leads her to find him and she finds him he's really sad that his dad didn't want him he doesn't really know what to do with his life now yeah he catches the rest of them up um, on what's happened yeah Bertie tells Bertie tries to help by telling her story and you get a bit of a backstory on her at this point they have a hug and then Marcelo pops out of a fridge and just goes <laughs> get a room why don't you <laughs> which again is purely for the it's an adult joke for the adult people but he's, he's instantly realises what he said yeah. and he gets embarrassed by it and he's like to share your feelings in, obviously. <laughs> and it, it it actually made me laugh out loud. It was quite a funny line. Um, and it turns out they're in Seaside by the Seashore. Of course they are. They're in this town that is run down that Ansel's about to do up. The others convince him, look, let's try this again. It's pep talk time, isn't yeah. it? Let's try this again. Let's go to this Met Gala that's happening tonight. Yeah, we'll come with you. We'll come with you. We'll come with you and we'll convince him. Yeah. We'll Talk him around. It'll all be fine. Marcelo says, I'm only going if there are no kids there. <laughs> I'm not going if there's any kids there. Instantly, we cut to the Met Gala where a load of kid boy band just arrived. Yeah, it's like the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> he says, I'm not going with these kids. And then the boy band are called these kids. Yeah. And the baddies also show up there. But our gang, Arlo and, and the guys, they go to the back of the yeah, building. They sneak in. They sneak in. Whereas the Beast and Rust and Stucky... Are on the red carpet. <laughs> yeah, they get that's quite. They get funny stopped. Moment. No, they just get <laughs> photographed. That's, it's quite funny actually, and we we that's the first time we really see the beast for yeah. for what it is, and it is just a massive dog, and it starts posing for photos and stuff. It's it's a funny moment, and then Ansel comes out. We're in this so Met Gala. Just, yeah, just for that, you so you get a few establishing sort of shots around. Obviously, people wearing ridiculous costumes, and yeah. then I really like this joke. So there's a presumably a famous posh person at the bar. Yeah. And she orders a drink. There's a martini glass and the waiter pours a load of liquid into it. And then he gets a Van Gogh painting and grates it as like the garnish <laughs> yeah. onto this drink. And then the the celebrity picks up the drink and then just pours it on the floor. That just really made me laugh. 
That's, I imagine that's exactly the sort of thing that happens yeah, at the Met not, Gala. Not far from the truth, yeah, I would I like to believe. Exactly right. Um, Ansel comes out, he introduces, gets introduced, comes out, makes his speech to the crowd, yeah. um, reveals his plans for uh, Seaside by the Seashore. Arlo interrupts him because Bertie lifts him above the crowd. Yeah. So he's kind of standing on this pedestal, which is Bertie's hand. And he gets completely ignored to yeah, start with. Yeah, they can't hear him. They can't hear him. And then, so he starts, and Bertie says to him, sing, because singing is what you do. You're a singer. So he does. He starts singing this song. And eventually it becomes a duet with his dad. Yeah. And, he's, and Arlo says, look, and it, it ends with them ending up backstage, doesn't it? The two of them. And the song goes on and on. I like, and this was a, one of it the was better a songs. Song, yeah. yeah. And it ends it with the both of them backstage. And Arlo says to him, look, I don't need you to accept me. I just need the truth. And whether you whether you want to know me or not, just tell me the truth. Yeah. And Are you my dad? Are you my dad? And just as Ansel's about to reveal the truth, the baddies show up. Rust and Stucky. Rust, they show up and they... They drag Arlo away. Drag Arlo away. They take him. They've got him. Finally got him. And Ansel's like frozen and he doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. He just lets them go. Yeah. Unfortunately, they need to leave through the crowd. Of course. And Bertie's still in the crowd. Um, so she sees them. She sees them dragging Arlo. Fight. Fight happens because she instantly then gets attacked by the beast. She gets... She's not taken out, but she's taken out of the fact that she's trying to save sure. Arlo. The, the, the fight's going on whilst Arlo's being dragged out. And then... Something flies down from the ceiling. A flash of shadow. Shadow flies down from the ceiling, grabs Arlo away from these two people, lifts him up over the crowd and starts flying around the room with him. And they land on the stage. And it turns out it's his dad or Ansel. And he's a bird man. He is, yeah. (laughs) He's got little thin bird legs. Yeah, so he takes his his disguise off, I guess. And his wings are exposed and and he exposes himself to the crowd. Yeah. His upper half is a man and his lower half is a bird. He admits that Arlo is his son. Makes that statement to the crowd in public. And he tells his story. Yeah, we get a flashback. We get a flashback. So basically his story is that he was bullied as a kid for being a half man, half bird. Um, this is over at Seaside by the Seashore. Yes, where he grew up. Um, so he started to hide it. He started wearing suits, started to hide it. That made him more powerful. And he said his goal was he wanted to become rich and powerful so he could go back and Rip tear the, the place down. Which is his plan. Yeah. He's going to do it up, but he's also going to tear it down. Somewhere along the line, he met a girl. Yep. Now, this was interesting because all we get is a quick shot of a... It's definitely a lady yep. leaning on a car. Yeah. She's got a trench coat on, a hat, yep. so you never see her face or anything. No, you don't. She was definitely green. She was. So I presume... We've got a crocodile lady. Yeah. Or alligator. Yeah. Because that's the name of the film. Yeah. Good point. It's not Arlo the crocodile. <laughs> We've got an alligator lady. Yes. Arlo has taken the alligator from his mum and the boy part of his dad and become an alligator boy. Yeah. Because it would have been bad if he'd have become a alligator bird. Yeah, that's true. You, you don't want to be a half bird, half no. alligator. A bird woman. <laughs> That would be weird as well. But again, there's no mention of his mum in this film. No, that's just we a don't passing. What happens to her? She's never even mentioned, other than the fact that you see her briefly the, there. There was, <laughs> there was a woman. There, there was a woman who who involved, yeah. but Arlo never even mentions her. He never, he's never interested in who no, his mother was. Which is now thinking about it, it's a bit, bit strange. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit. So yeah, he, he wanted to rip this town down. He met this woman, um, and he gave his son up because he didn't want his secret life to be exposed. Yeah. He didn't want the fact that he was a bird person that had spawned an alligator person to be exposed to these rich and powerful people that he's living with now. 
Um, so he put put him in the sewers, I guess. Yeah. As people do. You, there's a joke about flushing alligators down Correct. the sewers. It's where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came from. People getting flushed down the sewers in New York. So they have a happy hug. Yeah. And Ansel asks Arlo to stay. He says, you stay, come and live with me. And Arlo I want to make up for lost time. And Arlo says no. Yeah, he says, no thanks. I've, I've got a new family. Yeah. I'm going to stay with they my new need family. Me. They need me. And then Ansel's all lonely. <laughs> it's really, this made me laugh because he goes like, oh, cool. It's not like I'm desperately lonely or anything. <laughs> yeah. And then that gr- the group grab him and hug him and yeah. take him aboard He's as well. enveloped. So he becomes part of that family as well. And Arlo, Arlo and Bertie have a bit of a moment. We're coming right to the end of the film now. And Arlo says to Bertie, look, we're a family now. We can keep moving if that's what you want to do. And she doesn't want to. As long as we're together. Yeah, but she doesn't want to. She wants to settle. And so Ansel says to them, I know a town that you two, you lot can go live in. So he gives them Seaside by the Seashore yeah. as their town. And the film kind of ends on a montage of them doing up this town. Yeah, fixing it up. And they fix it up. They don't do what Ansel's plans were. No. They fix up what's already there. And but no, it looks right. people help them. Teeny Tiny Tony gets his own pizzeria. Yeah. Alicia gets a hairdressing salon. And the film ends on a montage, which I think is a first. Marcellus just goes and lives in a fountain. Yeah, he just lives in the fountain in this town. But I don't think we've ever had a film end on a montage before, but not that I can I'll take of. it. Is it, is it? Well, it's a montage, but it's a musical number. Yeah, it's a musical it? number, but it's a montage. Uh, the film ends, and then there's a, there is a brief after credit yep. scene of Edmay gets a postcard from Arlo, just saying, I'm here if you're ever free. Come and visit, Come and visit us if you want. He might end up in prison, but come and visit us if you want. And that's the end of the film. What do you think, Nick? I really enjoyed it. I did as well. I, was, I had a lot of fun with it. I don't, it wasn't, it isn't something I'd normally watch. I don't watch, I don't, I live on my own. I have no need to watch animated films. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of big animated films in the past that I've not seen. And the, so the, I, there, I don't have a lot of experience with them, but I did really enjoy it. There was just enough in this for adults as well. Yeah, there was. Little winks and nods. It was and... very Nickelodeon, wasn't it? The, mm. the, 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 like we said, SpongeBob regrets that sort of style of you can watch it as a kid but you could also get like yeah. Rocco's Modern Life for instance you can always get something out of it as a kid as an adult as well yeah. there was a lot of that to it uh, most you know the songs were catchy they weren't great the first like I say I, th- I really liked more 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 it looks really nice yeah it's I, really pretty I actually I, I preferred the look of the first 20 minutes of this film when he's in the bayou, bayou. yeah I agree with so that. much going on yeah it's really interesting there's like we said loads of little animals jumping around on and off screen that little bit it where was, he just puts the curtain back. Yeah. That's really clever, but there was not no any more of Purely that. on looks terms, it was a bit less interesting when they got to New York. The bio looks better than New York did. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but the story was pretty strong. I do think, like I said, this is a really strong and positive message about equality and people working together, no matter what your background is, you know, be nice to each other. Yeah. That's all this film is, isn't it? It's like, Arlo is just the personification of nice. Yeah. He's, he has not got a bad bone in his body. He doesn't understand why people can be bad. He doesn't see, oh, you're different. Even the I bad guys, when to... they get him, he's still like chatting away to them as yeah. if they're his best mates. He's not, he doesn't have anything bad about him. And it's like, be more Arlo in sure. life. Just be more Arlo. Um, and it flew by. I really enjoyed it. it. Um, it really did. It turns out, I think we kind of mentioned this at the start, this is kind of a launch yes. project for a whole animated series. Yes. There's, would you say, 19 episodes? Something like that. On Netflix. Yeah. They're all sort of 15 to 20, 20 minutes, minutes long. And the premise of that series called 
I Heart Arlo. I well, presume I love Arlo, yeah, but I Heart Arlo. Is it's about these guys going about their life in Seaside by the Seashore. Okay, so it's a sequel. It's a continu yeah. The continuation of the story. But yeah. I think which is again it's it's interesting that they made a movie because there's no reason why you couldn't just do a series and this yeah. is where these people live. No, probably not. So so the fact you've got this whole backstory in the form of this movie is quite interesting. That yeah. sort of joined up project. It's unusual, isn't like it? That. It's, or you, the film could have been season one and the season one could be season two. It's yeah. it's unusual to have a movie that spins into a TV show. That was clearly the plan from the start. Yeah, that's what out. I mean. It's, it's They've come out so soon next week. They've both come out this year. So they're both, there's probably the plan. Yeah, I've, I've, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying I'll ever go and watch any of the no. <laughs> TV show. But I enjoyed this movie. Would your kids enjoy it? I would. I will watch it with them. I'll the, tell you the what. Film. I'll, yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll see what they think. I, I, I just... It seems like it, just one of them especially seems like she would really get something out of it. Yeah, I was just I was interesting to see. I don't know if you'd have watched it with them at the time. Or, I didn't have time just yeah, to get it done in time for right. us to record, but I will do that over the weekend. Yeah, just... Uh, and report back. Yeah, it'll be interesting just to see what they think of it. Get a kid's perspective on it. Record it, see what they say. I'll do it. We can have some have feedback for... They always seem to appear next, at Halloween. I don't know next why. Next week's they, wave. They were, the first year they were on a Halloween. Mm. What else do we do in this show? Oh, we need to... What was your favourite part of the film? What's your favourite thing about the film? That's the, the hidden gem. Uh, it's Marcellus. The pearl in the oyster. Uh, there genuinely is a pearl in the yeah. oyster. It is Marcellus. It's 100... It's he either Marcellus... Just the look of him just made me chuckle. Chuckle. It is funny. I really enjoy Teeny Tiny Tony as well. I love that name. And I think that was my favourite thing about it. Because he was a little guy called Tony. They just yeah. called him Teeny Tiny. And Arlo kept getting it wrong all the time as well. He called him Small Tony a couple of times. Yeah. He called him Tiny Tony a couple of times. It's just really funny. It's it's just the way that they've the ridiculous way in which they're representing, like I say, minorities in this in this yeah. movie. I, just, I it was just effective. All of to, them were to dress that up in this. Yeah, exactly. I, it it really worked for me. And Marcellus, just the look of him, and just he was it was just funny, like <laughs> comic relief. Yeah, it just, that when he pops out of that fridge and says "get a room," and then yeah. realizes instantly realizes what he said. Like he knows he's in a kids movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like shit nice in a kids movie. <laughs> What would you change about it? It feels like a cop-out for me to say better songs. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that's all it needs. But there's no, I didn't feel like there was an earworm in this. No, if there was, it was the first one. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're right. I feel like the songs are the only thing that needs improvement about it. When I, compare, I don't know if the TV show's musical or not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. What, when I compare it to... I know we've not done many musicals. We've done one. We've done two. Have we? Yeah. <laughs> Have we really? Yeah. What's the other one? Which one are you thinking of? Emo the Musical. Uh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Oh, of course. How did I forget that? It's our third musical. That's yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So when I think about Anna and the Apocalypse, yeah, I, I remember that that film was really strong for the first half because the songs were excellent. Yeah. And and if you, it was fun story anyway, but they took it to the next level. Yeah. And then it dropped off. I think I remember saying the same thing about Emo the Musical. I think the songs were what carried that film. Yeah. I think I vaguely remember it's been a long time. Yeah. Like two years ago. For sure. That would be my yeah. I don't know how to write a song. No, I don't. I've never done it. So it's not a, it's not a criticism as such, but that's what I think I wanted a bit more. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think you're right. I think that's the only thing I'd change about it. Yeah. I think everything else is just really well done. I but I love the the visuals, I love the style, I like the animation style, the character design, the like I say, the backgrounds, particularly when they were in, in the swamp. I thought um 
what was Ad, what was the aunt's name again? Edmay. Edmay. I thought she was a great character. She wasn't his aunt. <laughs> she was just Edmay. But it sounded, the way Arlo said it, it sounded like he was saying Aunt May quite often. And her, her sort of ramshackle yeah, she was great. house in the in the bayou was just really, I, I yeah, loved, just liked really the look worked. of that. And, um, I, was, I was less taken by Ansel, both in his design. And yeah. His, but um, it reminded fine. me of, um, it's going to sound ridiculous, but he, he looked... And reminded me a little bit of Bird Person from Rick and Morty. Yes. <laughs> I think that's probably they, where they, they got wanted, that from. Yeah. <laughs> but once the reveal came, they wanted you to go, oh, actually, yeah, he's yeah, got like, a bit of a beak and yeah. a nose. Yeah. But no, I'd, I'd recommend it. If you've got kids, just watch this film with them for sure. Well, they're going like to animation. Enjoy it. This yeah, is yeah. a fun time. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I have no issue watching this yeah. on my own as a 40 year old man. There's, there's big animated films that I haven't seen because sure. it's weird to watch an animated film on your own. Yeah. So, and I, I had no issue with this. So it was fun. Great. Stream Table. There's only one film in it. <laughs> there's two now. There's two now. This one, I presume, is going to the top. It is going to the top. Because it's better than Containment. Yes. The, the Stream Table is really easy at this point in the season. It's, it's towards the end when it gets hard. Yeah. This is the best thing we've seen in our two movies. <laughs> How would you rate it on the last season Stream Table? I, I think it's right up there. I think it's pretty high. Yeah, I think it is. It's definitely think... top 10. Yeah, it might and be. I, and I think it might be. top five. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll hold its own. Yeah, I it's agree. It's a fun time. It is a fun time. That's what we're here for. That's we're all about what we're all time. about. That's what we're all about. Shall we pick next week's film? Yes. What are you looking for from next week? What do you think we, should, what do you think we need? What does the stream table scream that it needs so far? <laughs> all we've had is a quasi-zombie movie. <laughs> with no zombies in <laughs> And an animation, so uh, the world is our oyster, pretty much. It is, pretty much. Let's go for uh, I want, I want a drama, drama, yeah, thriller, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna press. Edge, let's, I want to be on the edge of my seat. I'd love that. We've, we have barely that barely ever happened. <laughs> I'm gonna press the button. Are you ready? Yes. Hello, it's Future Adam here. Um, I'm just in the middle of editing this episode together, and it has come to light that the film that was picked by the randomizer this week is a film called Arkansas. Now, unfortunately, that is leaving Netflix. So we have had to re-spin the randomizer off air. Nick's not even here. I'm recording on my own. It's really weird. I don't like it. Um, the randomizer has picked a film called Secret Obsession. So we're going to watch that this week. And it is a thriller about a girl recuperating from trauma who remains in danger as she returns to a life she doesn't remember. And it stars Brenda Strong, Mike Vogel and Dennis Haysbert. So go out and watch that and uh, we'll go from there. So what I'm going to do now is edit this bit of clip in. And then it'll all be so seamless, you won't even notice what's happened. In the meantime, you can go and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at BOTS underscore podcast. Um, if you want to drop us an email, the email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. Um, if you want to go on the website, the website is www.bottomofthestream.com. On there, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded, all five season stream tables, loads of other cool stuff. And you can even get some bottom of the stream merch if you want a bottom of the stream bin bag. Bin bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do all that. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream on there. For a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You'll get bonus episodes. You will get a newsletter that Nick writes every month. You will get a wild card if you come in at the top level so you can pick the film that we watch. We're going to be three episodes in and nobody's used the wild card yet. That's unusual. <laughs> I wonder if they've all forgotten there's, they've got them. There's plenty of time. <laughs> there's plenty worry. of time left. And then finally, come and check us out on Discord. We have a lot of fun in Discord. We, had a, we didn't mention the movie night we had oh yeah let's oh, we mention should it now. briefly mention that we should have done that in the wave we had a movie night a live 
action movie night on Discord. Where a watch along. A watch along, that's the word. A couple of people from the Discord came and watched the film with me and Nick. We watched it, streamed it live through Discord. Well, it's through Amazon. Amazon did this thing now where you can have a watch party and you can watch live online with people. Yeah. That was really cool. I really enjoyed it. We watched the original Left Behind. Yeah. So not the Nicolas Cage remake that we did in the last season. Like we the watched Christian. the Christian. <laughs> and it was better. <laughs> it was a completely different film. It's not what I was expecting no. at all. I was expecting the same film, just without Nicolas Cage they, in it. It was like the the Nicolas Cage movie was the first fifteen minutes of yeah, this like version. Two scenes. Yeah, <laughs> it was completely different. I was I was flabbergasted. Extended out, but uh, it was still pretty shit. Let's be honest. Yeah, but was... we had a lot of fun. So come join us in the Discord. We'll do loads more of them. I'm sure yeah. we will. We're going to do the two sequels. <laughs> That's happening. So come join us in the Discord. The Discord link will be at the bottom of the show notes. If you can spare a few minutes, please leave us a review on, well, anywhere you can review podcasts. That could be Podbean, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you can find us because we're on all of them. We are. Maybe you could draw or animate as a review and we will keep it close to our hearts forever. I would love that. I would love that. That would be great. So yeah, go and do all that. Go out and watch Secret Obsession. And we'll come back next week to talk to you about it. Cheers. Bye.